Welcome back to Lifestyle with Sylvia. I'm Sylvia and it's an honor to be able to share with you my story and what I have learned and am still learning going from a divorce into a new life. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about children and how they go through change in terms of divorce. Basically, I'll tell you about how it was with my children, how they adjusted to this new reality. Well, The oldest one, how the oldest one adjusted, because she was four years old, the little one was only a newborn, so she didn't really feel the change. The oldest one, though, she really felt it. And even though my ex and I tried to be really careful in how we told her that things were going to change and helping her adjust the easiest way possible, even with all of this, it was still pretty hard on her. I'll tell you how how we did it. Well, both of us, to begin with, uh, both of us sat with her and told her that dad had found a new house closer to his work and that he would now stay and take care of that house while mommy was going to stay here and take care of this house. Also now she would have two homes and two bedrooms. Wasn't that exciting? And she was really excited about this idea of having two bedrooms But I don't think she really understood that things were going to change when we were talking to her, the moment we were talking to her. But the idea of having two bedrooms was something that she was really excited about. So then the day came when dad moved out. And even though back then he would come twice a week to visit and would also see her on the weekends, that's when she finally realized that things were changing. She missed him. Because he didn't come home every day like before, like he used to. And every time he visited, she would try to prolong his stay. And try to ask him to play with her one more time, doing whatever. And very often she would be sad and she would cry because she missed him. And many times she said that she wanted things to go back the way they were before. When the whole family was living in the same house. I would tell her that I understood and that it was okay to be sad and mommy also gets sad at times but that sometimes things change and we would get used to it and that everything would be okay. I would tell her things very slowly and give her time to adjust to the new reality. The thing is, I think the most important thing was to tell her that it was okay to be sad. She didn't really understand when I said, you know, you'll get used to it and everything will be okay. Because kids, they live in the now. So the only thing she knew is that at that moment she was sad and she couldn't imagine being okay with something that at that moment made her feel sad. Then slowly I would tell her, I would focus on things, little things that had changed. For example, later on, I mentioned um, that mom and dad were no longer boyfriend and girlfriend. We were friends. We cared for each other, but we were just friends and not boyfriend and girlfriend anymore. Once she said that dad lived in both houses. And when I said no, dad lives in his house and the three of us live here. She got really upset and she insisted that dad lived here too. Well, I I let it go. And dad just said, okay then. 
There was no point insisting. She would get used to the idea and realize things for herself. So I just didn't mention that. And I just said, okay, fine, yeah. They need time for things to, to sink in. We all do, right? But uh, we can understand how time changes things and uh, how in the future it will be okay. But children, like because they live in the now, they get, a, they get used to things slowly. And they can only really understand when they start feeling things differently. So during all that time, and this took a few months, I would be really careful with what I said and how I referred to things around her. For example, my bedroom used to be mom and dad's bedroom. And because she was still insisting that dad still lived here, I tried not to say my bedroom. So I was very mindful not to mention mom and dad's bedroom because it wasn't that anymore but I also wouldn't say my bedroom I would just refer to it as the bedroom I would however mention certain things quite often but in a casual way such as our home was a girl's home and because only girls lived here and how great was that uh, or mention that dad was at his place and when I mentioned these things, I would notice her looking at me sometimes. But I would just say it in a matter-of-fact and natural way without insisting and would carry on talking about whatever it was that we were talking um, at that time. And slowly, she got used to the new reality, to the new routines, and everything became normal. Just like us, children also need time to get used to new realities. On one hand, they need more time, but on the other, they get used to change easier than adults. Adults can imagine how things will be in the future and therefore can already foresee change. The negative part of it is that we tend to suffer in anticipation, but we also realize that what now is hurting, it will pass. Children have the amazing capability of living in the present moment, and even if I would tell her that it was okay and she would get used to the idea, she didn't understand that. In that moment, it hurt. And that was all she knew. So if we just give them time to feel differently, to adjust, grieve and allow sadness to flow, in time they adjust. And once they do, the past doesn't matter anymore. It's gone. Nowadays, she doesn't even remember how it used to be when dad was still home. This is what's normal for her now. She loves her dad, she loves to spend time with him, but she's perfectly adjusted to how things are now. We have a lot to learn from children. They have the amazing capability to live in the present moment, like I said. So they leave the past in the past, and the future isn't here yet, so they don't even know it exists. So they don't suffer in anticipation. That only happens when they start getting a little bit older. But at that time, she was four. What really matters was, what really mattered for her was that moment. Now, breakups usually are emotional situations. And many times, at least one of the parents, if not both, is emotionally fragile. 
But when children are involved, we, as adults, as parents, have to do our best to keep the children's best interests at heart and help them adjust to this new reality as smoothly as possible. And many times, parents forget that and end up using children to attack their former partner, to attack one another. Whatever happened between adults should be solved between them and never use children to attack one another. Children are going through their own adjustment and suffering. Adults shouldn't put more pressure on kids than what they already have. Children also shouldn't have to choose between either of their parents. They should feel totally at ease with both and be able to come home and tell the other parent how they spent their day, the weekend or the holidays, without hearing a rude comment, an ironic remark, or a look of disapproval. These things will only make the child feel there's something wrong and that they shouldn't have fun with parent A because if they do, they will hurt parent B. Like I said before, breakups are hard and very emotional, but as adults, we have the responsibility to manage our emotions enough so that children who are caught up in this ugly storm without having a say don't feel responsible, don't feel guilty, They have a lot to deal with as it is. The huge changes that kids go through when their parents divorce leave them feeling insecure. And this is the moment they need their parents more to reassure them, to make them feel loved by both parents, even though they're not together anymore. They are loved by both parents. This way they will go through change in a safe environment, knowing that everything will be okay. And this is all for now. I'm looking forward to being with you next week with Lifestyle with Sylvia. And in the meantime, if you have enjoyed this episode, please share. Any comments, please write to lifestylewithsylvia at gmail.com. Take care.